What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast show. Today, I am just, um, just, I have a lot of questions about God and Christianity and just the church and a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm just going to be, you know, just asking questions on what I believe and what I think about God. Let's get into it. First of all, I want to start off by saying I am not a uh, pastor. I am not. Uh, I am not anybody that you should take my word for to your faith. But what I believe is you have to. You have. There's something greater in this world. And there's and there's no way it can it can be done with just human capability. And uh, as a kid, I I grew up Christian, and I went I I went to a whole bunch of churches, and I just followed wherever my parents went, and seen through the lens of what my parents did. Well, not what they did, but what they believed in. I I got a perspective of different churches and just different pastors and different ways of how people uh, preach God. And I actually, you know, the more I start to look into it, the more I start to become more driven. And it's hard to explain. But when it comes to God, um, I believe he is real. I mean, I honestly do. I don't think I wouldn't be here without him. I, I, I have to. It, I, I honestly, I mean, it, comes all, it also comes down to if you don't believe in yourself, or like not just yourself, but you have to have purpose in this world because there there is uh there is only one thing promised to us in this life, and that is death it's death none of us in in this world doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or you know you're rich. Will you find some way to live longer? One thing that is certain is death. And so if death is always certain, and it also comes down to, well, I could choose to live this way and be civilized, or I can choose the last road traveled. And I find it very fascinating because there's lots of religions. And to break it down, I'm just breaking down Christianity in a nutshell. And for me, for me at least, uh, you believing not to believe in God is a belief. It is a belief. I'm not going to come on here and tell every atheist 
or everybody to not believe in God. But I am going to tell everybody that is going to hear this that you need to believe in something that is above you. You have to. You have to have some... And, like, I hear a lot, like, um, when people die, they find God and they accept him as their Savior in Christ. And then I also think, you know, if you're, you know, 19 or you're young, why wait until you're on your deathbed to accept Jesus when you can accept him, when you can accept him now, you know? And there's, it's, it's, it's a very broad topic. It's the most controversial too. It's the most controversial thing to talk about God. But back to what I was saying about the Bible. Think about the Bible. Um, so there's, there's lots of versions of the Bible. There's the NIV, the the KJV, the CSB, there's a whole, there's a bunch of versions. And all these versions, all they are is just interpretations. But, you know, the closest one to the original Bible is the Geneva Bible. But then the closest one that's more understandable to the Bible besides the Geneva, would be the King James Version. And then the modern version is the NIV, the New International Version. And I I love, you know, comparing each one. But the Geneva, it's very foreign. It's hard to understand. It's like reading Spanish, and you don't know what Spanish is. You have to understand the vocabulary of it. So I don't understand the vocabulary. Well, the King James is more, it's more, um, modern in a way. But the NIV is more interpreted. It's already interpreted, so you don't have to interpret it yourself. I, I remember when I was a kid, I would read the Bible because I had to. Or I would, I would read it, um, I would read the Bible, you know, only at church. I'm gonna tell you, um, I haven't, I wouldn't read the Bible by choice. I wouldn't read it by choice. I would just read it because that's what I was titled as. You know, oh, I'm a Christian. I read the Bible. And, you know, I always go to church and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I I start to not really fall astray, but I start to, you know, actually wonder if we actually lived, if if people, not just people, but not just, it's, this isn't about, this isn't about you or me. It's just really, it really, it's really about Understanding God and His power and just, just how powerful it is. And, you know, for the past couple of days, 
I I would do something that that is sinful, and then I just out of nowhere I just you know go on YouTube and find stuff about the Bible and. I'd never heard of this, the Book of Enoch and all this stuff. The Book of Enoch is not chronicle with the Bible, but it has, it has, it is a deeper dive of, of the Bible. It has little, it has, I mean, it has references from the Bible and the Bible references Enoch, so it kind of, some of it is true and some of it is not true. Some of it's not fully based on true events. And I find it very, t- like today, I, uh, Genesis 6 4, it talks about, uh, a but they're just giants. And I'm, I'm, I'm more fascinated now. Not because, uh, I think part of it because when I was younger, I, you know, I feel like they made the Bibles like, oh, in the beginning God created earth, and then man, women, and then Noah, and then Moses, and then all these Bible stories. And 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 that's all great. That is all great. It all has its, its morals, but I feel like, there has to be more than just reading the Bible. I feel like you also have to live it or, you know, experience it in a way. And so, reading the Bible, it, in a new lens, it's very, very opening. And it's, it, honestly, this, this world, it is so hard it is it is now harder to read the Bible now than it would be a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago. Because I I know there's all these there's modern Christianity, right? And this is how I break it down. I break it down with my analogy of the Bible has a lot of interpretation of it, just like in this world. There's a bunch of churches that have a bunch of interpretations of how to live to to be like God. Well, if we're already created like the image of God, why do we need to be like God if we're already created in the image of God? And there is, I, like, so my name is Jacob, right? And... I was named, and then there was a there was a Bible story about Jacob. Well, you know, I read that story about how he wrestled with God in in the wilderness or something. So I I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go in the wilderness. I tried to fall asleep, but it didn't work. And this was when I was like younger, younger. And so what I realized is. God speaks in different ways. I've always tried to hear God verbally. And I start to realize that's not really how God speaks. I mean, for some people, it does. But for me, it doesn't. 
I haven't really even, honestly, I haven't even prayed a lot more than I should. And so I'm, I'm, now I'm diving into my faith even more. Not because for the people, but because I, I am truly trying to understand God. I'm trying to understand, you know, what, why am I alive? And if I'm alive, my purpose is in God. I, I talked to an atheist, uh, about God. I remember I invited him to youth group a long time ago. And he, his mindset was, um, he said that God isn't real. He said that, um, he believes in a higher power. He believes that there's multiple gods, but he doesn't think that, he doesn't think that God is real. And I can understand from what he's saying because there's been times where even today I just think if God is real, why did he let Adam and Eve eat the ten eat the apple of sin? You know, why did why did he do why did he do that? And then the book of Enoch it kinda like explains you know, before that ever happened, before God created humans. And there was angels and, and I guess there was a war with Satan. So that, now I'm, now I have this new lens of, you know, okay, the Bible is the Bible. And then there's the book of Enoch and then, and then there's the, the seven deadly, not seven deadly sins, but, uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls. And so, I've become more open-minded and fascinated with, you know, how did, is this coincidence that some random guy found these scrolls and they are biblical? And let's just think, let's just start at like a, a normal standpoint, right? A normal, you know, life, wake up, go to work, and you pay taxes and all this stuff. And all that is in a margin of money controls the world. You don't control the world. Money controls you. And it does. I mean, everything is, everything is controlled. Either it's by the government or whatever it is, it's controlled. It all comes down to money. And I think the Bible says that the money is the root of all evil. And I find it very fascinating that in the book of Enoch, it talks about the angels and the war. And I mean, I think in, in the Bible too, it also talks about how God casted Satan to hell. And then, it, and then it just makes me think even more, like, if the humans were made to be like God, in the image of God, why did Satan 
Well, I'm, why did why did the devil? Why did he? Why did he um want to be more better than God? And then it, and then it hit me. It hit me. If we are all like God, but God gave us free will. See, oh, an example. Here's an example. That feeling of ooh, I really want it. I really want it. I really want it. I really want that. You know, that new iPhone. That new iPhone. But I already have an iPhone. But I want a new iPhone. That little, that mindset, that mentality, that feeling. I think a lot of what Satan had was that feeling. Of, oh man. I want it. I need it. I had to have it, and so that's that's what made the downfall of because Satan was the highest angel, one of the highest angels, and he and he he fell down. And another thing I want to know is like, so if God knows everything, and God knows. God already knows what's going to happen to me. God, God already knows what's going to happen. So if God already knows what what is going to happen, I almost, I almost want, I almost think that He has to speak in parables. He has to speak in these ways in which a human can understand. And then I also like. You know, it always makes me feel at peace. And another thing is, where it's like, if you believe in God, then you're going to go to heaven. So then, good, if good deeds doesn't get you in heaven, then what gets you in heaven? And then, and then there's like, there's, and then there's things called demons, and, you know, that, uh, the giants or demons, they were wiped out from the flood of Noah, according to the book of Enoch. And they were, and then they died and they just became demons that rolled the earth. And I remember my mom said something about like, the angels are constantly at war. And then I'm thinking to myself, If they're at war right now, like right as I'm speaking, if they're at war right now fighting demons, why is God allowing this? Why does God allow this to happen? Another thing is like, why did God allow Satan to, did God give angels free will? I mean, these are these are gen these are general questions of not denying God, but just asking God. You know, as I'm speaking to you, because you know, it's these questions are really they're eye opening. And another thing is back to what I was saying about the Bible, right? There's multiple, you know, versions of the Bible. Just like how, just like how there's multiple religions, but God said there's 
there's false gods. I I seriously believe that all these other religions, all this Buddhism and you know is is uh I can't really think of all of them in my Hinduism, Buddhism, I think I already said that, but all these religions they're all false. And it's like you, it, it, I, I think I read something in the Bible too. It says in Genesis, God made, God only made men and humans to live to only a hundred and twenty years. A hundred and twenty. It, it's so many questions, and then it comes down to why even bother. Why even bother? And here's why I'm going to bother. Because in my heart, I feel, I feel troubled. I feel like, you know, if God is the foundation that I need right now, then I shouldn't, and anything is possible with God, right? Anything is. And so reading the Bible, living this word, and all this stuff. And, um, but, you know, back to what I was saying with the Bible, with the whole, with the whole, uh, all those multiple religions and all this, and there's modern churches and all these, you know, Stephen Furtick and Mike Todd. I, I, what I see is what they're preaching they're using some of the Bible, but it's it's all in monetiz monetization value. It's uh, it's and it's like oh, church merchant and all this stuff, and then it's like I don't know. Like it it seems more like more of the person speaking, and less of the Bible being used in modern Christianity. Where, and then there's some uh, churches where it's all political and it's just like, it's just a bunch of division. And then I just feel, I just feel exhausted trying to puzzle everything together. And so it's a question of like, man, God, what? If if this world is falling apart, why is he just not coming now? Like no one knows, so no one knows when he's coming uh, back, right? But in the Bible, in Revelations, when I read it when I was a kid, oh man, I I, I was scared. I couldn't even fall asleep about the dragons and. The beast of Mark, and I was just like, okay, so the moment you're born, it, 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 the moment you're born, your name's written in the book of life. And then I also think, wait a minute, everyone, everyone's name is in the book of life. Everyone's name is in the book of life. 
right? I mean, that's what I did. Uh, you, you sin and you turn away from God. It, you do what these angels did. The fallen angels. It, you did what these angels did. Your your uh, punishment is to burn in hell. Like the burning lake of fire. And it also got me thinking. Okay. So it, it, you, when you die. You become... And you you become immortal. You're either gonna be Im immortally alive with Jesus, or you're gonna be immortally alive in hell. You're gonna be burning in pain for God knows how long. Then then I also think, why is Satan not in hell now? Why why is Satan not in hell? So it, it always feels like if this is God's creations and God's work, I just pray God this isn't all just some fantasy thing that people just created. Or if it, you know, I'm not gonna say it is because I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to believe that it is. It's just, there's so many things about God, and I've just been so confused and tired. And what I've realized is, Jacob, the reason why you're so confused is because you really haven't put in your heart and your mind into the Bible, and you haven't read it. First of all, I, I do swear a lot. I do. Sometimes I swear, sometimes I don't. You know? And I think in the Bible it says not to swear or whatever. And there's Ten Commandments and all this stuff. But in this world, if you, if you live, if you only live once and you're certain to die, and this is the battleground, wouldn't you want to just start now in your faith? Then, you know, when you die on your deathbed? First of all, I'm, this is going to sound really dark. But pretty soon, I'll be dead. Pretty soon, when I'm in my 50s, all these famous people that are in their 50s right now, they're going to be dead. They won't be forgotten. They, they will be dead. They will. And, you know, like generations pass. I almost want to be dead, you know. I almost want to be dead. But I, I, I don't want to die chasing worldly pleasures. You know? That's also, like, another reason why I just walk to work or, uh, I've just, you know, I live in this, this monk mentality of just humbling my, humbling myself. Now, I, 
It's not about looking, having a six pack or looking ripped. It's more of just understanding why God created me. It was even today, I still don't like know, I still don't know my, my purpose on this earth. All I know is you live once and you die. And I used to have this mentality, you know, I, I told my friends this too. And I, I told them, I told them, like, I don't care if I go to heaven or hell. All I need to know, all I want to know is that, that God is real. And when I die, and when I see him, that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters. And then part of me thinks, if that's all that matters to you, Jacob, why are you still chasing these world, uh, these world pleasures and these desires? Why? And then, and then it also hit me. It's because we're humans. It's not, being a human isn't a crutch. Being a human is being a human. We weren't, des we weren't designed to be in sin. We were designed to be with God. So that feeling of like, ah, oh, guilt, all these feelings. That's God. It's just so, me, me saying this, it feels, I feel at peace. It feels powerful. I, I no longer, I no longer care about You know, I used to, I used to, I used to go up trying to be everyone's friend. I used to go up trying to, even to this day, I try to just, oh, I don't want to lose this person in my life. I don't want to, uh, and it's like, man, as, as I'm growing, as I'm maturing in life, I just need to live with God. I was at work today, and I was, I seen my, I was, I was working my butt off, just sweating and everything. And all I could think about was God. You know, not just God, but all I, all I could think about was, man, is this what working with God feels like? And then when, and then I also think about me not caring about going to heaven or hell. That's just as good as me saying, uh, oh, I don't, I don't really care in being a Christian or, you know, I don't, I don't really care about, you know, and I, I'm just an atheist or, or I'm just a whatever, you know. It's like, you almost just not really go deep down in your heart and understand if he's real or not. And I also think, like, you know, I think if, not just me, but people in general, if we all just, you know, not read our Bibles, but we fast and then read our Bibles and we pray, we would start to see change in our lives because Let's face it, it you're, you're always destined to die and you're destined to live once.
Wouldn't you want to live your best for God? Wouldn't you want to, wouldn't you want to die and when God, you know, in the day of judgment or whatever, and he looks back and he, and he plays your whole life and he goes, yeah, you did this, you did this. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think God, I, I really hope God doesn't just like, he weighs all the good and then all the bad. Maybe that's what he's talking about is no good deeds will ever get you into heaven. So it's not about good deeds. It's really more about believing in God. It's about having that firm faith, that foundation. And I was at, I was at work going, I was working a couple of times, but a couple of people asked me like, you know, why do you, why are you fasting? And I, and people ask, is it for religious reasons? And this word religion, man, I, I don't like it. I don't like the word religion because when I say the word religion, what I'm basically saying is it's a cult. Like, oh, it's a cult. No, it's not a cult. What I believe in is not a cult. What I believe in is God, period. Period. I didn't, and you know, part of me also feels like there's parts in the Bible where I felt like, you know, I've been like Peter. I've denied Jesus three times before. I've been like it. Even though I don't say, oh, yeah, God's not real. You can still deny him in other ways. You can still deny him, you know? Like me saying, oh, you know, yeah, I I just fast just to lose weight. That's denying God. And it is. It's denying Jesus. You you, when, whenever you have to justify yourself, to not really say, oh, it's God. That you, you're, you're denying him. I'm denying God when I justify myself. On the days I don't want to go to church, or, oh, 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 I just don't want to wake up so early. Oh, oh, You're just justifying yourself. You're justifying yourself not to go to church. You are. So I'm gonna keep reading the Bible, you know. I not for this podcast. Honestly, if anything, this podcast is not. It's not for any. It's for anybody that wants to listen, but it's really for you know. For Jacob, for you to go back in twenty years down the road and say and look back and be like, you know, I did that. I did that. I start to understand life more, and it's it. I don't want to be in my fifties or on my deathbed, because okay, if I say to myself, you know what, God, I'm gonna, I'll worry about you when I'm in my fifties. You know, when I have a kid or when I have a wife, I'll worry about you, God. I'll worry about you later. I gotta worry about all these things first. What I'm basically saying is, God, you're not important to me. What's more, what I'm also saying is, God, everything else I gotta worry about is more important than you. That's what it comes down to. I need to flip the script and just, you know, no. God, 
You're the only thing that's important. And yes, I had these financial things I gotta worry about, blah, 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 blah. But, God, you are the only thing that matters to me. And, I, you know, going to church, you know, there's, there's some worshiping where you raise your hands. And here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. I believe that probably a thousand years ago when they raised their hands, they weren't raising their hands for people, for people to watch. They were doing it because probably they want to get sent up to God. I mean, that's what I think. It's a sign of a, a humbling, of humility. And so, it's just, it's very powerful. And there's, and there's temptations and, you know, being human and everything that is in between. And there's these religions and all this stuff. I had a great talk with one of my roommates about it too. He was telling me about how, uh, he thinks that God, or he thinks the church is just political. And he thinks that the church used to be a group of people. They would go to their house, a group of people, they would read the Bible, they would pray, and it would be personal. That's, I think that's what I, I'm looking for in life. Is a group of people that isn't just surface level, you know? And it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you this because, oh. Uh, it's like a, a group of people was like, you know what? I could die any moment. I have nothing to lose. I have nothing. If I have nothing to lose. It's all God, you know? I think, you know, part of believing in God is having questions. And what I've learned with all these pastors and everything and youth groups and, you know, it, it's nice. It's, it's, it's good. You know, have discipline. But it feels more like a, a checkup, you know? It feels like therapy, right? Well, you go to therapy and you do your one hour and you go, oh, yeah, I was good. And I almost feel like God is more of a personal. It's very personal. Even though, you know, you can't see him face to face, you almost feel closer. Me talking about this, you know, it feels peaceful. And yeah, you know, It, 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 you had the men, it, you had the mentality of, oh, you know, I'll believe God, you know, God, wait, let me fix this stuff first, and then I'll come to you. Right? It, you already had the mentality, first of all, you're telling God you don't have time for him. Second, you're telling God that I am more important than you, God. I, I, me, Against it is victim, 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 right? But it, you 
reverse it and you go, God, I don't know what to do. God, please help me. Please help me in the moment so when my emotions want to take over, please, please help me to feel in your presence. Because this world is, this world, this, this world is falling apart. You know? That's what I'm going to start doing, honestly. It's just really digging deep in God's Word. I feel like if I dig in, in deep in God's Word, I can understand Him more. And more in a personal life. I need God to be my first love, you know? And then the, the women will come later, right? It's a deeper level. I think that's part of the reason why I stopped, you know, I stopped going to church a couple of times was it's just like, if I really want to be within God's word, if I really want to be and understand God, I, I need to have people that need the same thing. Not people go, oh, you know, I'll shut the box. Oh, it's just this modern it's modern society, and I'm gonna. It, it sounds hypocritical, because tomorrow I'm gonna go to work, and you know, I'm gonna talk, 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 but going back in the dungeon, going back in my mind, and just, you know, everything is temporary. Everything is. And I listen to music a lot. And what I learned about music is, it's like a drug. You, 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 it gives you this mood. But with God, I don't think it's, God isn't a drug. God is just this new foundation. It's a foundation. It is. And so, my question to you, for anyone that listens to this, is... Don't, you know, do this for yourself, but also understand God and fast, fast. It's also all the one of the things, the reason why it is when you have food and when you eat, you feel satisfied. When then when you're hungry and you're suffering, you will most likely go to God when you're suffering than when you're not suffering. That's just, that's how it feels. And so, uh, you know, things, things change in life. A lot of people going through things in life, and it makes it hard to put God in your schedule. It does. It really does. That is um, just me talking about God. It's me talking about the Bible, me talking about how I see God. And, you know, you know, there's lots of uh, Bibles and there's, there's, there's just so 
There's so much stuff about God, it's really hard to find that foundation that is firm. And with all these churches and all this stuff, it's really hard to find that, you know, that place of sovereignty, that place of just understanding who God is. Because people people fall astray and there was just one sermon back in high school when I graduated where the pastor said a lot of these high schools the moment they graduate they're gonna not go back to church or they're not gonna they're gonna fall astray from God he's not wrong you know what I did after I graduated I fell astray I fell astray because I haven't thought about God this serious in my life. And probably ever. Ever. Most of the times I just... I just said it for the people. You know? Do it for the people, right? But this is the first time where it's like... No. No. There has to be more than life. God, there has to be more than life. Than just these pleasures. Because all these pleasures, all these sins... It's just temporary. It, it, like, it feels good in the moment. But it, it, it always ends. It always ends in... Why did I do that? It always ends in just that, you know, regret. That feeling of just shame. It's, man, God is so powerful. Nope. And listening to Christian music or blah blah blah. I still listen. I don't really, uh. I listen to rap sometimes, but. Even music, man. It's a drug. It, it don't last forever. And I feel. I almost feel glad. I feel glad that, you know. Man. I feel relieved. That God is the creator. I feel relieved that, you know, He saved my life. He saved my life so I could live my life. And He did. So the bottom line is many people believe in God, many people know of God, but very few, well, I think in the Bible it says, Many will hear of God, but many few will be chosen. Or everyone is chosen, but few are taken. Something like that. And I'm not going to say I'm the chosen one. Or I can't say I am. I think we all. I think we all are chosen by God. Well, I think we all are in the book of life, right? We all are. And so. When you ever, when you ever had this mentality of like, oh well, if I'm already in, if I'm already in the book of life, then I can just continue my life with sin. It's like, uh, no, I don't think that's how God works. I don't think, I don't think God goes. I don't think God says, hey, I want you to go do this and do this and do this and do this and do this, and then when you're done. And, and come to me. I think what God's saying is come to me first. 
for you anything else. Anything else. And that's... It's so hard. It is so hard to do in this modern world. This modern age. All these TikToks and modern... And this modern world is really extremely hard to have time with God. Time alone, which is you and God. It really is. Once again, this is the podcast show. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, guys.